Welcome to the Galaxy's second EST NXT fan podcast. I almost said podcast. That would be from Boston. If we had a podcast in Boston, it would be a podcast. We are next We're the up. Sec- huh? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't let you finish. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't step on me. Don't step on me, bro. <laughs> next up, NXT. That's who we are. I'm Kyle. That dude over there who wants to say something, his name is Nick. What's going on? I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you, but... uh. Yeah, we're the secondest. Yeah, the secondest. <laughs> That's right. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah. The, the second EST. You know, that's the us. best. Yeah, that's us. Um, did you have a merry holiday? Uh, sure. I feel like I'm still having it, you know, because uh, I always think of Christmas as like extending past Christmas. Uh-huh. You know, like in the old calendars, and then you got your new year. Yeah. And that's kind of fun for its own reasons um so yeah i'm just i i think like i just play more video games <laughs> yeah and read like i read i like to sit and read more when it's cold out uh right. where normally i think i'd be out like walking around or something like doing something outside so um yeah i'm doing like that stuff and that's fun well that's I like good that. yeah i like video games i've i've been playing some video games myself because of travel um yeah who am i i always play video games it doesn't matter if i do i was i I was also thinking like yeah i also play a lot of video games and you know during other times of the year but uh also i'm reading like did i tell you i was reading lord of the rings (laughs) no randomly yeah yeah just busted that out and uh went back went back to the shire did you read the hobbit or are you just starting with lord of the rings part one oh you know i read those books when i was a kid and I loved them. So I was like, I'm reading all this serious stuff. I'm reading about health. I'm reading about mental health and, and yeah. physical and all this stuff. So like, I just get tired of that being the only thing. And so I was like, what is a guaranteed like slammed? And I thought I could read some Stephen King, but then I thought, no, I want something like magical. So, you know. You know what's magical is The Apprentice Quest by Jim Hodgson. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The first line of that, it was a dark and shitty night. Yeah. Did you read the first book? I did start reading it because I was enjoying Lord of the Rings and I was like, oh yeah, I have this book on my Kindle. <laughs> and I started reading it. It was pretty, it's like, yeah, it's good. It's like silly. It. And the second and third books are out. The third one just came out on Christmas, but uh, we're not sponsored by him. I just really like that guy. He's my friend and he's a good writer. Yeah. He's just a buddy. He's, fr- he's funny. He's a buddy and he's funny. <laughs> great yeah <laughs> i love extra r's in words it just makes them better i think so i think uh what's his face stumbled upon that uh with uh Mati- matia what Ma- not matilda not matia the guy from atlanta and he would say atlanta atlanta well i was thinking more like squashes right is it matea man i have no idea what you're talking about Oh, man. This what? is hot fire listening. <laughs> Let's spend the entire podcast trying to figure out who I'm talking about. We're like two like old people not, not understanding each other. That's Medea. what this is. Medea. Medea. Oh, my gosh. Mate- you were like saying Matea forever. You're yeah. talking about Medea. That is like, if of course I know who Medea is. Tyler Perry, come on. Tyler Perry. That's it. Yeah, he yeah. puts R's in everything. And I love Tyler Perry, and Tyler Perry was in uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Do you think the, his name is movie. actually Tyle P-, P, and he just puts R's in everything? So it, he oh, made so his the name R Tyler. is a part of like the accent, and they No, I don't. I don't think that. Okay. <laughs> in short. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, theory one down. Shot down. Yeah. Okay. I'm shooting them down all the time. It's like clay birds to me. <laughs> Throw them up there. Yeah. Okay. How, how about this one? Um, and, no. and in the words of another famous Latin, Latin, aw, skeet, skeet, when you throw those clay <laughs> yeah. birds, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I know that. Yeah. I I was all about the hip hop rap scene in Atlanta when I was there. I mean, Little John was all over the radio. Yeah. Little John. Uh, 112. That's not rap, but that's P. Diddy found uh, 112 at the 112 club that's why they're named 112 by the way and this is the breakfast club podcast right now <laughs> we're talking about hip-hop yes yeah. again uh-huh yeah 
And this is next up NXT. You did mention that we're the second EST podcast. We're the we're really a, a recap show, an NXT recap show. And we, are. we should really say that like closer to the beginning so that so that people don't run away. But what do you this, think? I mean, people would find us and be like, Oh, I bet they got scoops. Let me listen. Yeah, yeah. They come here for like for that inside information, which I actually had to find something out this week because of the crazy Okay, I don't want to say that it was crazy until you tell me your impressions, but All right. I had to get to the bottom of what happened with this Riker match. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's skip around. Let's get right to the Riker match. Oh, Let me... let's, uh, new format. Okay, this is a new f- format this week. We're not doing segments. We're just skipping around. Yeah. I kind of like it because we have less time. It's the holidays. Yeah. People are in a crunch. Let's get yeah. this thing compacted and out there like a crushed car. For Christmas, my, my wife got me a five- appearance at her bar class so the first appearance is tonight so i gotta go do a uh, full body workout at a bar class with her and that's why this is gonna be a short form thing dude that's gonna kill you man yeah i know and i have to do my own workout after that so there we go uh well okay so what was weird about good for you that stuff's good for you though so oh yeah yeah i agree all right Riker. Yes. Jackson and Mitch okay. Taverna. That's right, Mitch Taverna. So I want to talk about my feelings about the match and then something I noticed and then we'll move forward. But okay. um, Mitch Taverna comes out, you know, square-jawed. Uh-huh, he did. He, he just looks like a meathead from Brooklyn. He is from Brooklyn. Um, and, and I'm just thinking, like, I, I don't like this guy. And then <laughs> and then Jackson Riker comes out, uh-huh. and then I, all of a sudden I feel like I have a lot more in common with Mitch. And maybe... <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm rooting for this little meathead because really? Psycho is something else, and I, and he's from a different planet, and he scares me. Okay, you think Riker's from another planet? No, I don't think he's from another planet, but he intimidates me. Um, I wanted to ask you something. What did you think about the commentary in this match? Oh man, let me tell you, I don't remember what the commentary was at all during this match. You want to hear something insane? You want to hear something absolutely crazy, Yeah, Kyle? tell me. There was no commentary on this match. Like, for real, no commentary at all? They just wrestled? No commentary, not just bell to bell. There was no commentary during the walk-ins. There was no commentary what? at the end. Did they just have their mics off on accident here? Because there was commentary during the okay, other matches, so, right? S- there was. Yeah. Uh, so I wondered. I wondered this, right? I thought. Oh, you went first. Down I hole. thought a bold, creative decision. They're just showing this like intimidating guy, wow. and it was. I was sort of transfixed by him anyway. Like I was just watching him do the squash match. How did and the I second time notice? I watched it, I was like, "What the hell?" There's no. They're not saying anything. I'm. Has they, have they not been talking this whole time? And I went back, and and they had no commentary. Um, another weird thing about this match uh-huh. was when he hits the power bomb, and this is all, by the way, solved. <laughs> Off if the rope, right? Read if you read what happened at the tapings. But it, when he did the power bomb, uh, the crowd like cheered. Yeah, off the rope, right? That's what you're talking about. Yes, the power bomb off the rope. So the yeah. first time I saw this, I was just like, "Are they just like cheering this neat thing because they thought it was neat?" Because they didn't cheer that loud when he won. So yeah, I can't believe I, I don't s- remember the commentary thing. I was eating. I was eating lunch. So maybe. It's- I can't do more than it's three not things. It's crazy, man. I didn't notice the first time I watched it that there okay. was no commentary okay. on the match. And so I found out because I thought it was weird. I did a little reading. Yeah. And I found out uh, from taper, taping spoilers that they had, I guess, messed up the, the, the finish of the match. Oh. Which, you know, the most likely cause of that would be the guy not kicking out in time uh, on the wrong move. Um, oh. So they needed to get that power bomb. Yeah. And so if there was a snafu like that, and then the crowd sees the power bomb, and they are, you know, hip to the fact that they were trying to get this finish in the right yeah. way and doing a retape, uh, then that's why they would have reacted that way, like with okay. the big cheer, like "Oh, good, you did it." Yeah. And then it also kind of explains why they would have scrapped the commentary because of the commentary. Uh, was making the wrong calls or yeah, but that's, was uh, like, hard to... Yeah. 
that that's at the very end of the match though they could have easily uh cut that in and post in the right in the right part so why would you get here's rid of what all I, the commentary you're here's my takeaway because i don't give a i don't care what other people think because uh-huh. a lot of people i when i was trying to find out what happened here a lot of people had like negative reactions and i didn't because it was just interesting and weird so yeah my takeaway is i liked it I like watching wrestling with no commentary. If it's good wrestling, it doesn't need commentary to be good. Commentary is helpful, and of course, you'll watch it if it's you'll have it if it's there. Yeah. But I have watched like some of my favorite wrestling matches. I watched without the commentary just because it was just you know good. So well, a lot of times uh, we up until recently, New Japan wouldn't do commentary for certain matches and stuff because they couldn't oh, afford point. the English commentary. So you and I are kind of used to watching without commentary for even modern matches, right? So right. And that that's for me like I will watch on mute with music playing. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't like the actual commentators themselves. So uh And by the way, yeah. I, I made the mistake of going online to do this stuff because I, you're reading, you're trying to find out what happened and people oh. are just so negative about yeah. everything. So so one of the things I read was like, the crowd you know, wasn't feeling this match. And it's like, what? Like it's it's one guy in there beating up another guy. How's the yeah. crowd supposed to respond? Like that's exactly, you just, and you're like, damn, you know, that's the whole, you, you're not like chanting, you know, you know throw that sandbag around you know it's just it's weird it's weird (laughs) well here's here's a little behind the scenes on production too so like they have to duck the audience audio underneath the commentator audio right so if you but they're they're both separated still but you're recording it at a duct level so uh yes it's already low so you know what i'm talking about if you remove the commentator audio the whole thing you're not getting the whole picture as it were right you're just right. low anyway. And if you try to increase what's already low, you're going to get a lot of noise, a lot of feedback. So you're going to keep it at the same right. audio same audio level. And that's why it might seem like the crowd wasn't into it, but they might have been. Right. I actually, I well, really here, liked it. And I, that's my, my takeaway yeah. is I liked it and I don't care what anyone thinks. Cause it was like, it was, it was, it was just like him beating up this guy. And, and there was some like, uh, obnoxious like yelling from his teammates and they said like never forget jackson they kept saying never forget (laughs) and i didn't know what that was referring to uh 9-11 well it might be referring to 9-11 but also why would they specifically reference 9-11 because mitch taverna was one of the 11 no mitch taverna is a good brooklyn boy okay don't bring him into this and by the way i where's brooklyn (laughs) where's brooklyn man I, well, anyway, the the point is, I don't want to get political. Okay. Uh, but ja- but Jackson, <laughs> I it's funny because everything people don't even know what political what what is political and isn't. It's just yeah. like yeah, uh, you know, everything is everything. <laughs> yeah, almost <laughs> um, everything. Yeah, like food food preference can be political. Um, so like, never forget Jackson. I don't know what that's about. I think it might be a thing. Like it might be what they might be referencing a thing. You know. They well, say do unto others. They say shit that doesn't make sense. It might be one of those things that we don't know yet. I think so. maybe it's referring to him not forgetting to do the power bomb. You said <laughs> they were worried he was gonna forget. <laughs> and he, they, and he fucking did forget. And he did, and then he did, <laughs> and then they needed to redo it. Oh my god, yeah. dude, you solved it. Okay, sorry, sorry. I probably clipped the audio there, but I am yeah. excited that you solved it, and uh, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted to say one thing about Riker though, because I I like this match, and I I like to do fan fiction a little bit and try to figure out stuff before we actually find it out from commentary or whatever his promo will be. Yeah. But have you noticed that he does a singles match? I think I didn't go back and do any research on this, but this is from my memory, which we all know is not great. Not, he, not good at all. Here's my, here's my <laughs> thought though, that I had. Mr. I just found out you could block and smash. Brothers. <laughs> Hey, that has nothing to do with memory. I just never knew you could block in Smash Brothers. All right. So, um, I think you did and you forgot. <laughs> I think that's the more likely. But hey, M- but maybe. hey, Riker. <laughs> he, uh, I like to think that Riker does a singles match after the Forgotten Sons lose a match, yes. and he's so mad 
then he needs to take it out on somebody so he books a singles match. Doesn't even care show, about the title picture. I gotta show my boys how to beat up other men. Yeah. What's he get? He does too. I mean he yeah. um Oh man. You know what? Like as far as like an angry monster, like he's convincing. I'm scared. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm his, trying to think of an example of someone recently who I wasn't as convinced of. You could stuff stuff under his pecs. They like over they come over so far. I don't he's got know. Wide, he's got the wide buddy. Well, you know, he's got those Buddy Murphy pecs, except he's like wider. He's like a wider build. Yeah. I feel like I could put stuff underneath them. I don't know. You, it's do weird. you want to? It sounds like you want to. <laughs> when they're that big, I kind of want to. I think you're thinking about doing it. Yeah, yeah. You could like, yeah. yeah, they're like, you know, there's definitely like overhang there. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's good for... Uh, uh, you know, flexibility, but he, he's doing all right. seems to be yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you looked at like Mitch comes out and he seems like a big built guy and everything. And then, you know, I'm telling you this other guy comes out and he seems like a different species. Yeah. Oh man. He's like, yeah. Riker is something else, man. I, I really think he, they are going to do something with singles with him. Cause I mean, I feel like this could be another undisputed era type group where he could have the North American title or the NXT championship title. And they have the tag team championship at the same time. Right? Like they're building a singles thing for him for some reason. If you see that level of, uh, I think I, I I see like over and over again, you want to see like people have like longer, great matches. And so we haven't seen that. We haven't gotten to see it yet, but that's cool. Like they've been protected and it's good. Yeah. It's good that they have because we keep like it's just more and more every time. It's like a slow drip. Yeah. And uh so yeah, I mean it's clearly something was messed up in this match, but like something messed up, they messed up, but like, you know, that's not always bad. If no. you know, sometimes mess ups create me. Like potato I, I, chips. Was me- I was I was a mess up. So a potato know. chip was a mess up. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Oh, gooey butter cake. That was a mess up. That was a mess up. They were they like accidentally didn't cook it enough or yeah. whatever. Potato <laughs> chips was, was like, they oh, accidentally cooked nice. it too much. So that's awesome. Okay, yeah. well there you go. The point is, <laughs> these guys are delicious. Go out there and grab you a bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we skipping to this time? Let's skip to. Uh, we should go back problem. to the beginning, the fatal four way. Oh, sure, let's do that. Well, I mean, Champa's part is so spicy and so. So delectable. We need to save it till later. Oh my god, I love that promo. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to EO. I was listen. If you're into like Champa Gargano fanfic, you're probably like fanning yourself off that whole time. That's oh. like everything. Anyway, we'll get into it in a bit. But Fatal Four Way. Yeah. EO Lacy Bianca Yum. I like. I really liked the visual of this match because EO comes in red. She's got the tiger mask. Mm-hmm. Lacey Evans comes out in the green. She's got her unique look. Mia Yim comes out in the gold and like her unique like snapback look. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out in now Jeez. denim. Yeah, <laughs> and she can do denim. She does it. She does it just as good as Justin and Brittany. And it uh-huh. was uh, it was cool because they all had different colors. I like that, and it was easy to tell them apart because of the different colors. Different colors and completely different styles as well. Yeah. Like all these different characters are so unique. Um, I have notes on the match. What do you what do you want to you know, I want to give you a little time to speak on it. Yeah, I, I really like the situational team ups. So uh at the beginning we saw Eo and yeah. Yim team up against what was it, Bianca, I think. I could I can't remember. They both teamed up against I guess they teamed up against both of them throughout the match, but they started the situational team up. And then um Bianca I was really surprised that Bianca and Lacey even situationally teamed up in certain moments. Right. But every yeah. time they teamed up, they <laughs> they bickered too, which was really neat they because did. they yeah. do hate each other. So that makes sense. A lot of good a lot of good character points. You could tell that this match and it's almost a uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like a a downfall of this kind of match is that it has to be pretty well planned out. Yeah. And so they're like time you know plenty of time where people are just like, oh, I'm like hurting right now. So yeah. I'm over here and I'm going to get up now and then you're going to dump me out of the ring. So uh, that stuff's rough, you know, but um, there were really good like character moments like you were talking about with their interactions. Yeah. And everyone got to, you know, give some sort of offense 
um, there was a nice buildup to the finish. Where, yes, there was. Uh, Bel Air pins Lacey. Yeah. In the end, I skipped ahead. I thought I also wanted to say I thought Lacey probably had the best showing in this match. I think so too, and okay, I think she anyone. needed it because she's moving up. Uh, right. Let's not say moving up. She's moving to Raw or SmackDown. I don't know if we actually hey, know which one she's moving. Wrestle to. in power. She's going to Raw. Yeah, she is. And yep. like you were saying, this finish was actually really neat. If we rewind it a few seconds, um, go for it. Lacey was about to pin. Was it Lacey about to pin? No, it was Io was about to pin Lacey, and then yes. Bianca came up and used her hair strategically here, and it worked. Yep. In her favor, finally, because the last time she did it, it didn't work. And um, this time she hit EO in the back. EO goes out. She throws EO out of the ring. And then she, she is in Bianca, pins Lacey uh, for the win, which was. Yeah. A I mean, really... she hits her, he, she hits her finisher on her. Yeah, it was strong. First. Yeah, she picks um, her up on her shoulders and does her thing. Yeah. Yep. That was but, good. But you're right. Like the fact that she did that's real. Like it, it's great because it gives EO and EO and, and Mia were like on the outside, like, what the, like, really? Yeah. Like, you know, like, which was great. Like now they have a gripe. I hope uh, that that is sort of played out. And I think it will be. Um, so, yeah, everything makes sense in the way this match was booked. Yeah. It's because of where Lacey's going, because Bianca versus. Um, Shayna makes a lot of sense just as yep. sort of like a you could pop up and just make this work. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Mia and Io, they have like a gripe now with yeah. both of the the other competitors. I think I saw a lot of like I saw a lot of people kind of complaining about Lacey being the one that was being called to Raw. And I think this Man, match, who are these people? I don't know. I could go over there. I don't know. I only know I their username. I complain about like, losing her from NXT because that's a bummer, but it is. And I think it makes sense that she's the one being called up right now because I feel like she actually knows she is her character now. And she's pretty. Yeah, she's a strong character. She, yeah, it's you're never like you're never wondering what she's about. Um, right. Like I think the, the they'll need to get like what she says right because she's like calling people nasties and stuff, and that's kind of <laughs> yeah. cheesy. But like, but I think once that's they get it, thing, once though. they get stuff for her to say. Yeah, uh, it, it's just you know her wrestling character is great. The nasty thing though, when I was in Georgia and Alabama, I I know women now <laughs> that use that word <laughs> like that's a real thing that they call others uh, when they're really southern. Wow. They want to say something bad about them, but they don't want to say a bad word. You know? Um, okay, I had this discussion with my with my sister in law. Yeah, there are things like the most the worst things you can say are don't aren't cuss words right like the right. most effed up things you can say about someone uh aren't necessarily just like cuss words they're they're like nasties like yeah ugh. well it's because you don't hear that word right so you're used to hearing yeah you're you've been conditioned to hear the cuss word or to hear the really bad stuff so now it's not bad anymore because you've been conditioned on that but you're not conditioned on nasties so when you hear that you're like what would you call it? It definitely yeah. sounds I think like something that sounds like it's coming from like an older lady is just yeah. scary. Like because <laughs> that's Well yeah, just and like, she's dressed in military garb and she's real strong and big, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely could beat me in an arm wrestling <laughs> contest for yeah. sure. Anything. Yeah. Beat you in any contest, yeah. Um Well, I I don't know. I'm pretty good at Mario tennis and oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Mario Kart. Oh yeah. You've been r racing yeah. online? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I was able to find some people to play tennis too. Hey. Oh, okay, good. Hit me up. Hit me up um, if you want to play some Mario tennis. I the couple more things I want to say about Lacey here was the very beginning of the match, she steps yeah. in, shakes her head and steps out and lets the three others kind of fight for a second. That's before right. Before she joins the match, I thought that was really awesome for her and her character. And then Makes the sense. way she throws Io, like she's at the opposite end of the ring and she does that kind of running throw and Io runs and jumps out of the ring and hits Yim and Bianca. I was like, right. that just looks so good. And you can't that really dive do was that with crazy. anyone else. Yeah. The, the, I mean, like, you know, a lot of dives outside the ring, you want them, I, they look sort of choreographed, but you don't, I mean, you wouldn't want them to like yeah. take... 
you know, take really tumble tumbly tumbles out out of the ring because that would that would hurt. Right. But, um, that looked like she got spiked on the ground for a second. Uh, yeah. That's not what happened. But no. from the angle we had, it was looked pretty brutal. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a good match. I, I really enjoyed it, and I I'm glad it set up Yim stronger. It set up Io very strong. I feel like Io had a really good showing there too. But Lacey definitely. Um, if no one's a hundred percent, if they weren't a hundred percent on Lacey being the woman to be called up, I think after that match they should be uh, a lot, a lot of. Oh my gosh, where did those words go? I'm gonna go check. Words? Excuse me, words. Where? Oh, I found him. Listen, I'm gonna bring it back. This was a good match. <laughs> this was a good match with a lot of good character moments. I, I didn't. For me, it didn't live up to like the. Well, that was a takeover match. No, this was good. This was like good first match on the card that like moved everyone along really well. Yes. And you should be confident that Lacey can, uh, that's the word I was looking for, that Lacey could actually perform well on the main roster. Sure. I think she's going to be perfect. I think she's good for there. Good for there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a hot division, mm-hmm. the women's division um, in Raw and SmackDown. Um, yeah. So yeah, Champa. it'll be it'll be she'll 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 fit right in. Ch- Champa, you want to do Champa? I want to do Champa. Champa, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Tommaso Champa coming out here, um, just basically talking what we've been talking about for the past however long we've been doing this podcast. Ever since we started, yeah. we've been talking about exactly what he comes out to talk about. He reminds me of okay, so like you went on your first date with someone. And you're like, should I should I text her right away? Should I do that right now? And everyone's like, no, wait, just wait a couple days, let it sink in how your date went, and then you know, yeah, three I days later. To this. I don't know what is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> huh? Oh, I'm talking about how you know you take a girl out and you're like, hey, oh, that was a good time, okay. uh, and then yeah, you wait yeah. a couple days because you don't want to see overly, you don't want to see overly into it, right? No, I I know you, you don't want to yeah. scare her away. He right. Uh, went all out. He he immediately texted Gargano with this uh, video. He's like, "Hey man, we're here. You gotta come with me. Uh, I love you. I'm so glad you're here." Like it was almost overbearing <laughs> with what he's saying to Gargano. Oh my gosh! I kind of you know what? You're right. You're yeah, right. right. I don't think Gargano's gonna take it like that. I think Gargano. This is God. This build up right here is so good because well, he's doing that and. If Gargano was truly like wanting to be friends with Champa, he would probably be uh, uh, hesitant to take the bait here. But I believe that the Trojan horse is really happening. So Gargano has this bait and he's going to take it and he's going to run with it uh, to his advantage now. Does that make sense? So it it makes sense. Yes. Champa I, I think Champa, I think Champa is potentially, I, I and, I'm just going to go, I'm going to present a different uh-huh. possibility. Sure. Because you're talking about Tommaso Ciampa as being, and I, I, I kind of see what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I lean more that way. But I think it's possible he's truly a blackheart. Yeah. Blackhearted person. And uh, this could be all done in a kind of a mocking way. But he is very specific about plans about yes. uh, recommending Johnny for the North American title. Yes. He's very specific about, uh, you know, calling back to their dreams as as wrestlers and, yeah. and taking over the world and stuff. So, um, yeah, man, it seems pretty weird. I think, so Champ has two things going on, and I don't think they have to be separated here. I think you and I have these two separate kind of thoughts going on. I think they can marry each other here. And Champa wants Johnny by his side. Like Champa wants to be the top guy. He doesn't want to be in Johnny's shadow anymore. And he shouldn't be because he's the NXT champion. But he wants Johnny there because the championship was not enough. He cradles it like a baby, but it's not a real baby. So he can't put all that. He doesn't have any reciprocated love there with that belt, with that title. He's not just cradling it like a baby anymore, though. He's like feverishly talking about his his like love for Johnny while yeah. cradling it and holding it and it making John. out with it 
and making out with it a little bit right after saying Johnny's name. <laughs> yeah, because it is Johnny to him. We knew that. From no, the no, start. no. I. It's fucking crazy to me that every crazy thing you say ends up showing up on this show. Because <laughs> I, I am Champa. Like I feel like I am Champa, man. Um, yeah. So anyway, he he has these feelings for Johnny. He wants him there, but he only wants Johnny there behind him. He wants to lead them. So now his plan was, yes, he wants Johnny as his buddy again, but only behind him with that North American title. And he only helped him so Johnny doesn't come after the NXT title because he owes him now. Or he feels like Johnny owes him to not go after that title. Does that make... Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think Gargano... I, I think... Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, no, I, 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 I'm I, very... Of course, like, this is always the case. You always want to, um, you know, see what's going to happen next. But yeah. I'm curious about what Johnny's reaction is to this because... Uh, and is he going to do like a vlog? Is this going to be like... <laughs> is this going to be like some sort of like a public video diary that they're writing to each other uh so anyway uh because he's been doing he's been doing the vlogs lately yeah. as well um so i don't know uh would he settle for the north american t- i mean the north american yes. title is dope every yeah. every match for that thing has been great the current champion is great the first champion was great um that that's a hell of a title to hold there's no no reason why he wouldn't want it yeah. but Except, except his quest is for the NXT title specifically to, well, it was to take over, yeah, Champa and get back at him. But ah, it's still, I mean, it's still the plan. Don't it's don't worry. Now. He's gonna have yeah, both you, titles. You think he's got that Magnum Trojan? That, you know, he's gonna whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, he, I don't know about all that, but um, oh, I, it's gonna happen because he's gonna be the first man with both titles. Gargano will be, and yeah. He's going to win the North American title. Then he's going to go up to... He's going to be friends with Champa. Champa's going to help him get the North American title from whoever's got it. I still think it's going to be Ricochet, right? He gets the North American title. They're both... This is at TakeOver. They're both on top of the ramp in the back. They're both holding up their titles. Champa's just smiling. And then Gargano turns and hits Champa in the head with the North American title. Picks up the NXT title. Smiles at him and walks off with that title in his hands. That's a how Hobbit I see it. will never be a double champion in this company. In this company, <laughs> Gargano um, will not be a double champion. No, I think he could. He's I think he he's will. got all the potential here, and he's got all the um, storyline uh, potential. And uh, is that the word I'm looking for? Like yeah. he's in the right spot to do crazy shit. So um, it's that certainly build. This whole build for years. Him being the first one with both titles would be amazing, like an amazing yeah, but payoff. Here's, here's the crazy thing to me, though. If he if he somehow like, you know, strikes back at Champa in some way, yeah, what happens then? <laughs> is it truly a matter of like this is going on forever? I would want. Here's me, right? Uh-huh. If something were to happen, where. And I'm going along with your story now. We're not we're not a recap show anymore. We are we're talking about things that probably won't happen, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> so uh if if Gargano does something to um get back at Ciampa, uh-huh. some sort of betrayal if if we're assuming that they are gonna get back together. Yep. Um I want it to be devastating and and have an effect to where they don't that this is over for a while. Yeah. And and I mean like to where someone goes to another company or another brand or, or whatever. Wow. Yeah. And and of course, you know, nothing's ever over over in in wrestling, but like, you know, you could you could have some it, it, but still you would have the expectation of what's going to happen next. Yeah. So it, that's that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, no, I get that because this story is hard to close the loop on, right? Everything they've done has some kind of given well there's a full circle with everything they've done right so even with finishers with the type of matches they've had they kind of go in circles it's like champa's up gargano's up champa hits gargano on the exposed part of the floor outside of the ring then uh champa gets hit on that exposed floor like it's always got like a 
this happens to you, now it happens to me type of thing. So now, like, Champa's champion, mm-hmm. if they go on that same theme, that same thematic storyline thing, now Gargano needs to be champion. But also, the one thing that hasn't happened was Gargano turning on Champa yet, you know? So I right. feel like right. that's how it started. And if that happens, that's technically how you close the loop. But you're right, because with the... uh not seeming like it's totally ended because Champa's gonna want to get back at Johnny for this doing is that, really right? this so is it's... really like next up NXT this is like next next up NXT <laughs> you know what I'm saying like more way way down the line okay I'll change yeah. the title of the podcast Let, now yeah yeah I do because I, I you know I think it actually is better to live right now because right now I like be in the moment of it because right now we just heard Champa come out with this yeah have you seen, do you know Good Morning, Julia? No. Okay, so it's this video that became a meme online, became viral. I don't know if you, some people don't like words, but uh, it became it became a thing. And uh, it was this guy who sent a video to this girl because he saw her at the gym. And he knew her name because he saw her sign in and he went and like looked at her name. Like he oh. told her this. And okay. Then, and then... Yeah, and then he uh, met her out in the parking lot and was like, oh. um, uh, hey, I was just like wanting to get your number, Julia, and like said her name and stuff. And uh-huh. like, uh, uh, you know, so like kind of creepy behavior, I think we can agree. Yeah. Um, and so like she went and, and this is the best part. I don't know why I'm telling someone else's story, but it is relevant to this to this Champa thing. I swear to goodness. So like. <laughs> So, so she, uh, I don't know. He asked for a number. She says, well, just give me your number and I'll, uh, I'll put it in my phone, you know, just sort of trying to, yeah, you know, just sort protect of herself. do that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much like, you know, not shut him down too hard. Cause you know, it was a parking lot, but, um, so she does that. And then like he asks for a phone and then calls himself Oh, okay. so that he has her number. So anyway, that's, yeah. that's what happens. But then she gets these videos from him and they are some of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, kind of pathetic, you know, on his part, but at the same time, you know, he should not do this. Well, but yeah. uh, he, he, he's, he says, good morning, Julia, and, and my flower, you know, my, oh, my no. soon-to-be everything. Don't go back with Jax. Don't go back with him. You know, and oh, it's just man. this beautiful thing. And it is. It's over the top. It's too much. It's like, man, you are coming on way too strong. Yeah. Champa. Morning, yeah, Julia. I get, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. He is coming on strong. I think Gargano is going to take it. He's going to come on strong too because it's the only way. <laughs> only way to get Dude, that Magnum Trojan horse. I will horse say it's not as if, you know, strong like emotions are, have you know, haven't been a part of this thing so far. So, yeah, no, that's uh, true. You know, uh, but yeah, Ciampa, um, he's excited about the future. We will see if Gargano is willing to go for a North American title. I think it makes sense if you're booking the show, like, you know, split them up for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, that would be an amazing, if they are going to pretend to, well, if Gargano is going to pretend to be in Champa's shadow now, then they both have titles. That would be a really fun thing to see where they're not actually DIY yet, but they're both helping each other out, retain those titles for a little while. Right. That would be fun. I, I would like that. That's yep. something and I you would could, like. You could have some, like, all kinds of potential feuds with people across yeah. from them as long as this is going on. Yeah. Oh, God. Lots Thanos. of things, lots of potentiality here, ladies and gents. You got Thanos and uh, Venom working together. That's crazy. Heavy machinery. Mr. Sinister. Yeah, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Heavy Machinery versus Undisputed Era. Let's get characters. to that. Yeah, the the title match uh, for the tag titles. This was a this was good. This really yeah. showcased Heavy Machinery really well because, of course, it did because Undisputed Era is going to showcase whoever they're in there with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me about the match, man. I will tell you. Um, it so Undisputed Era. Okay, first of all, you're fighting. If you're big and you're tall. You need to go in with leg pads, and no one is doing that. So I feel like you need to lose to Undisputed Era until you figure out their their strategies. And they do the same strategy to the bigger guys, and it works every time. 
which is you take them out at the legs and they start doing that to heavy machinery. Um, also, you need to ask for three referees because Undisputed Era is going to do something behind the back of the referee, which here, here's the question I had written down. Did Roder- oh no, did Kyle O'Reilly mean to hit Tucker on the apron and did he just miss? Because that was a really hard landing. Yeah. I don't think so. That would have been Tucker's to miss. Okay, yeah. And that was crazy. He he fell to the floor, um, because you, like you you want to. I I would guess that you would want to fall like near the corner. Oh man, yeah. I don't know though. To me, I don't. To me, I'm a I'm a casual viewer. Uh, I don't know how they do any of these things. So yeah, um, that uh, looked I, it, it looked hard. crazy. I don't know <laughs> if it was on purpose or not, but. Damn. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, they had a lot of good spots on this. I it was a good match, man. Like heavy machinery has won, totally won me over. I started as not really caring about them and I thought they were too goofy. And now they can go in a match and be goofy and right. I think they hit it spot on every time. And Well, they're by the end yeah. of it they're they're drenched in sweat. And UE yeah. is another team that's like that too. Yeah. You can tell they're just like going so hard. Uh so Tucker and and Dozovich, they they seem like I don't know why I did first name and last name, but the point is they seem like a, <laughs> a couple guys who could potentially be um, I don't know, just like O liners who aren't that I, well. O liners have to be fast too, but you know what I mean, like just not not very quick on their feet, but they yeah. are. They they're yeah. actually they've got crazy crazy um, cardio for for their size and proportions. Yeah. So. Uh, they are fun to watch and apparently going to be fun to watch on Monday Night Raw rest, wrestle in power. Yeah. Do we know which one? Are they actually going to Raw? Well, the thing is like <laughs> this WWE, especially main roster, tends to be fly by night, not fly by night, fly by the seat of their pants. They make decisions last minute and they're yeah. always adapting. And so... Um, I don't know the answer, but they've been advertised for Raw. They were okay. advertised for Raw in like that that series of trailers oh, that right. were given for all the characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, this this match does my favorite tandem move from a tag team, which is from Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong, where and it's their finisher. It's their main finisher where they Kyle O'Reilly does a low sweep and Roddy does the high knee. So he does a knee to the face and Kyle O'Reilly takes out the legs. It's that is super fun to watch. And they pull it off perfectly every time. And it should be a protected finisher, and I'm glad it is. No one ever kicks out from it. Yeah, they kind of had to put the nail in the coffin on on Dozovich yeah. because of that late kick out. But yeah. uh but yeah, it looked really strong in the in the finish UE did, and um but Heavy machinery definitely seems like a, a team who could who could challenge, and yeah. um, I'm hoping for big success for them on the main roster. You rarely see guys get pushed immediately. Yeah, when they go to the main roster, um, AOP became champions, but it was like a stutter step. Yeah, it was um, a weird. Yeah, it was a weird uh, progression for them. Like they weren't yeah. there for a little bit, and then all of a sudden they had the championship and. And you know, yeah. I don't know what all goes into that. You know, you, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, right. You maybe don't want to. You know, uh, put someone who you don't know for sure uh, can can do it. Um, yeah. With the with the titles, like Kevin Owen, Kevin Owen, Kevin Owens came in real hot, but yeah. I think it was just so clear by his mic skills that he could handle it. Oh, uh, for sure. So, um, I don't know what happens to all these all the new call ups. Like, I, I'm I'm excited because. Uh, I don't know. I, I still like Raw and SmackDown. Well, okay. yeah. It's and wrestling. I still watch them. Yeah. Yeah, it's still wrestling. Um, you know, I still like Daniel Bryan. I still like AJ Styles. I still want to see those kinds of matches. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be excited to see those. These performers especially, they're also colorful. The ones I'm talking about are EC3, Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. Lacey Evans, and Heavy Machinery. It's just like a, a, a checklist of like Raw... <laughs> like good for raw 
people. Yeah, no, really. Like it made me every one of those at once makes me want to watch Raw right now. Like as soon EC3, as they make EC three is so valuable with yeah. his mic skills. He's he's uh you know, he's a vision of 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 muscles and then you've got Lacey Evans who's amazing. You've got uh heavy machinery and then you've got who else did I mention? Lars? Yeah, Lars and uh Yeah, that's it, right? I don't know. I probably just forgot one again. But the point is they Nikki all Cross. are really like I said, colorful, like really good yeah. um T V wrestling characters. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh man, I want to see how they build EC three. I'm really interested in that. Cause for me, I feel like EC three, because John Cena is getting old and you know, you, he can't keep up as much. He even said to himself, he's starting to feel like he can't keep up that much anymore. That was in a recent interview I was watching of his. Um, I feel like EC3 could easily take a John Cena spot um, because of the looks and the charisma and all that. So, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know if you make a John Cena spot out of nowhere because he yeah. has all that, all the, uh, all the championships and all the history. Um, yeah. But he, he certainly fills some... Uh, Fill some. He could fill some roles that John Cena filled. Although right. he's he's his own brand of. He's a little quirkier and weird, like weirder. Like I like John that. Cena is more buttoned up, and yeah, I do too. I do too. I think it's a strength for him. His yeah. his like his humor. So um, yeah, I don't think I think it'll work out well. Yeah. Well, cool. Or not. Yeah. Or not at all. <laughs> but that ain't that ain't the show we talk about. Right. We talk about NXT, baby, and where uh, things do work out. We uh we hit Most every we hit all the spots there, man. No did botches. We really? Yeah, I mean we Good. had a dream promo, but I mean it really. Oh, okay. We did. The one thing I did want to say about the dream promo was his the ending, the last line of the promo. Did you catch it? Um, remind me because he's yeah, no he's see. not saying dream over anymore. He's saying dream on. Okay, dream on. You know what? And he did say something where I was like, I'm going to take a note on that later. And then I didn't. <laughs> so. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's a huge step for dream. I think maybe dream over kind of got in his head. I think there was kind of a double meaning going on in all those matches because he lost almost as much as he won. And the dream over could have been for him. You know, like in the end, that was more of, a thing toward him instead of his opponent because he would lose and his dream was over. So now dream on, I'm hoping that has a different effect on him. And now he's got like some kind of new mentality on his matches and starts winning. Sure. That'd be great. I think it's both. I think dream over uh, from my understanding of it was always, he was saying he was over, like he's over with the crowd and with, with, with triple H and and all those other people he mentioned in the promo. Um, but uh, I, I do think, you know, saying dream on definitely, uh, that also makes sense. He he can do a lot with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and has and will. Yes. Well, buddy, that's NXT from this week. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for listening to us uh, recap the show. I hope that you're enjoying us, you know, recap it. I hope that you, I want to, I want to talk to, I just want to talk about this show. Yeah, me too. I, all the time. Like I would talk about NXT every day if I could. I've Um, proved, I think I've proven to you by, by, you know, coming, coming up with the idea to just talk about NXT. Yeah. I've proven to you that it's a good show and that you can talk about something and it can still be interesting. I have. (laughs) After a long period of time. Oh, yeah. No, and I agree with that. And there's, I don't know, not even a handful of things I look forward to during the week. This is one of them. Is that sad? I don't have No, five I things? think people look forward to TV shows. I don't think that's... I, I, I do think maybe you could probably work on adding things to your list of happy... happy yeah, list. mine wasn't <laughs> even just TV, man. Mine was life. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes that's true. Sometimes yeah. that's true, ladies and gentlemen. And if you... Uh, you know, have a shitty week or something like, and you're not looking forward to things. First of all, we could talk about all different ways to refocus your mind, but it's okay to yeah. have a thing that you like and don't be like, well, I, you know, I should have other things that I like that are better. 
Okay, go work on getting those things. Don't worry about it. Right now, though, this show's on. Enjoy it, and then do the next thing after that. I didn't appreciate that. That's not how I sound. No, that's the voice in my head. That's how I sound in your head? No, that's the voice. Listen, I'm talking about the voices in your head, like from the Randy Orton song, uh, that they, 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 they yeah. counsel you, they, they speak to you, and, and, and it's not in your own voice, but it's more, it's like I'm making these cartoons. Remember the, the, the uh, Disney Pixar movie about all the different things in your head? Yeah, I'm sort of like embodying. Out. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but I'm sort of embodying, you know, that voice. I'm not saying that you sound like that when you speak. My, the voice that's in my head that talks to me when I have a voice in my head, it sounds like you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. Wh- who's our <laughs> Who's our sponsor? Who's our, who's our sponsor? Anydayrose.com slash anchor. Promo code anchor, 15% off. No shipping cost at all. That's anydayrose.com slash anchor. Promo code anchor. And that's a really good deal, and you should try it out because it's a tasty cider with an interesting gimmick, which is mm-hmm. a little bit of rosé and hops. Yeah, like for real rosé because others don't have it. And uh, 6.9% alcohol content. It's pretty good. It works. I like it. I finished all mine. Well, good. I didn't finish mine yet, but I'm gonna. Yeah. The uh, the end? Were you about to say the end? <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Bye until next week, though. Yeah. Next week, here and we're we gonna we're, we're gonna ramp up toward NXT Takeover Phoenix. God love you. Bye bye bye. Bless. Bye-bye.